This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. When I think of the food of the Jews, mm. I think of Judd Zolgad. That's who I no, think he's of. No, he's definitely. I don't think there's any question about it. But Judd, you... Judd probably can't eat a lot of this, this food anymore now that he's dropped 40 pounds. That's true. Uh, good point. Did you say the Nankin, Tom Bernard? Did I oh, hear I that? I love the Nankin. Uh. Do you, do you did you guys partake in the Wanderers oh, punch oh back in your Wilder days? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh just, yeah. Weren't we talking about that the yeah, other day? We were. Yeah, yeah, we were just talking about Wanderers punch the other day. Yeah. Yeah. How many of those I did you enjoy? It. Oh, over a period of time, quite a few. Yeah. But never more than one, I think, per sitting, because once you had one, you didn't need more. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, they you could share and still get plenty buzzed. <laughs> I just love that. You know, it just gave me these great memories. Going up there with Alan Dorfman, my old attorney. Sure. No longer with us. There's a, a woman, nice Jewish woman, nice lady. She looked like about 80. And she goes, I asked for a schmear. <laughs> You're not going to hear that anymore. No. You're not going to hear that anymore. No. I love that so much. Oh, yeah. You know, I, I, used to, I used to buy a few bagels occasionally at the love, Lincoln Dell. Oh, God, yeah. And, but it was starting to go downhill pretty fast and i went in one day it was like you know six six o'clock at night and i said yeah i need uh, six six water bagels he said well we're out of bagels i said wait a minute this is a delicatessen this is a lincoln dell you can't be out of bagels that's like a hospital being out of stitches you know (laughs) how can this be (laughs) and then i knew it was only a matter of time i miss the lincoln dell so much honest to god so, um, Judd, I got to ask you. Uh, I, I assume you're as excited as I am about baseball now that we've seen the probably the greatest player of many generations. Uh, who would that be? That's uh, Ellie De La Cruz. Oh, I did see that home run last night for the Reds. Holy! This this guy, Nike. Oh my God, Tom! You you got to see this guy. He's I I did see it. Tw- yeah, 21 years old. He's 21 <laughs> years old, and he's probably the fastest player in baseball. Yeah. He throws the ball harder. He's a shortstop, harder than any player in baseball. He's like six foot five and weighs about 150 pounds, and his power is amazing. He's he and and then they said yesterday he went he he had a triple. Now, I don't even think this is possible, but they mm-hmm. said he made it to third base in less than 11 seconds. Is that possible? I don't know about that. I, I, I don't know. You That's saw that, three Judd. seconds to get to one, two. Yeah. yeah. No, I don't know. No, I mean, way. how could that be no done? No way. But I will say no. this. He is like, um, he's like Mickey Mantle on steroids. Or to put it another way, he's like Barry Bonds not on steroids. <laughs> Although a hundred yard dash is ten, what ten said ten? Uh, it's there's an off chance it's possible. It's an off chance, but you're you're circling. It's not a straight well, line. Well, that's as the thing. Is. Yeah, you're right. circling, so that that would add to the time. At any rate, he he has a chance. I mean, he's he's the only player I've ever seen hit. He just bat like six times. I've seen the videos and say Hall of Famer. Is it true? Because I I saw some video and I didn't have the volume up, but now they're claiming that somebody hit the very first 500-foot home run to dead center field this week. Who was that? I, don't, I, can't, I can't remember who, because I didn't have the volume up. I don't, but is that even true? Do you hear anything about that? I didn't hear a thing about that. I but... saw the ball going. It looked like it left the ballpark, wait, but that wait, happened before. So teams are allowed to score runs? <laughs> <laughs> I love Hold that. Hold on a second. This is breaking news. <laughs> what a horrible team this is turned uh, into. 
Hey, I had so 500. much hope. We said from the start they were a 500 I team. I know, but I had so much more hope for this team, and it's the same old we can't hit, we yeah. can't pitch, we yeah. can't do this. Five runs in the last five games. That's the thing. And, and again, horrible. last night, did, Tampa Bay started oh. and started what one of these, you know, openers last night, right? I mean, yeah. some guy like off the IL, he pitches an inning or two, and then they bring in another guy. I, I dare you to pull up a box score of last night's game and tell me that you know the first name of any of those Rays pitchers, because I sure as hell don't. Yeah. And yeah. the Twins scored one run, and it was in the ninth. Yep. Yeah, and they should and they they loaded the bases. There was one out, and you you see that I with know. the twins, and you say, "Well, that's the end of the inning." Yep, yep, it's true. They've done it. How over do you not fire the hitting coach? That's my. How do you not do something? Yeah, I got to be honest with you. I'm getting really, really on thin ice with Rocco. Nothing ever changes. They have no middle relief. They can't hit. Yeah. They they like Gelf, Gelf, McHoward Gelfano just said. Uh, you got the bases loaded with nobody out. Got the bases loaded with one out. You got no chance. They never score runs from that situation. No. I don't get it. Uh, Jesus. But Wait, Max Kepler it, is still there. I yeah, know. Well, and he's still playing. And Why is he playing? playing? What are we it. doing here? DFA him. Get rid of him. It's over. <laughs> he had one good year, and it turned out the ball was juiced yeah. beyond belief. Was he hitting yeah. 192 or something? Yeah. I don't even think it's and, that high, is it? Uh, I think well, he he got a hit yesterday. Oh, did he? Yeah, it was like a hanging oh, a hanging slider. Oh, okay. <laughs> Congratulations, Max. What's Correa, what's Correa at now too? I mean, he, yeah. I, my God, he looks lost at the plate. How does a guy yeah. making thirty five, thirty six million dollars a year look like he has no freaking clue up there? And if he's still, if this foot thing's a problem, put him on the IL. Yep. Well, uh, it's probably a chronic problem though. You know why I mean? did we and that's bring why him no back. one else wanted him. Why did why did we bring him back? Because we, we had him and then yep. he went to some other couple of teams. Well, yeah, we had him and then, you know, he <sighs> he, he was on the free market and, yep. but it turned out no one wanted him because they uh they looked at the X rays and the MRIs and they yep. said, Yeah, we'll pass. Why did we take him back? I don't get it. He's not doing anything. Our Maybe. doctors our doctors, Tom, said he'll be absolutely fine. I'm not kidding either. Yes. This is the thing is, the Twins doc, I'd love to know who the, these uh. guys are because they have traded for more pitchers who are damaged goods. <laughs> oh, yeah. Correa true. comes back and it's like, well, what the Mets and Giants doctor said, that's not accurate. Well, well we remember, and, Tom and I remember when the team doctor was Harvey O'Fallon. Oh, yeah. Wasn't that his name? I believe it was. Like, yes. Yeah. That, that yeah. was his name. I remember the name. I believe and, so. And, you know, you'd see this story almost every summer. Well, well, uh, Tony Oliva had knee surgery, and uh, it's, uh, it, was, it was successful. He had successful knee injury like eight times. Right? Surgery, Which yeah. seems to be a contradiction in terms yeah, I would of, have to agree yeah. with you on that one. And he could barely walk after about the fourth. But not that it was the doctor's fault. It was just technology then was not what it's like today. Somebody just I want, the, I want the press release to come out one day that says, so-and-so had surgery unsuccessful. <laughs> I know. Yeah, there you Un, go. It, it did not go well. In fact, it went terrible. Career probably done, but he will live. That's what I want. I got a text message just now from a listener asking or telling me, not asking me, but telling me, is it true Arise is hitting 500 I no, know. he's four four oh two, I think, right now. Yeah, I think that's right. Yeah. So he's hitting four hundred, so that's still pretty good. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty good, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and it so was my... still a good trade though. Was it? Well, yeah, because I mean, well, look at the way Lopez pitched yesterday. Yeah, that's true. Lopez is a hell of a good pitcher. But not as good as he was. Probably not. 
Yeah. So there you go. The question too is this though. So if if he if he was here, number one, would the twins not screw him up? I don't think that they would, but it's a question. The second question is this. He is great at getting on base. So who on this godforsaken roster knocks him in? Yeah. I know. You know, he gets the first base and what hangs out there until the inning comes to an end? I gotta say this. I mean, it's true, but I got to second base more often in junior high school. Oh, what do you think of that action, ladies and gentlemen? (laughs) I'm just saying that's how bad it is for him. No, no, he's, I mean, he's an exciting player, and he's going to put a lot of fans in the stands in Miami. So it was great for them. It was great for them, yeah. I was one of them. We went, Catherine and I went to a game at Miami, uh, one of the first games of the year. And it's even better now that he can't do his, uh, you know, his three three sixty walk around home plate after every pitch. <laughs> exactly, he can't do that. It turns out he that's doesn't true, need Mike. to do that. <laughs> He's better without it, Mike. Uh, he is, yeah. You know, that's the first thing that Mike brought up to me with that new pitch clock, or you know, hitting clock. He yeah. said he'll never be able to circle the plate again. Oh, I love it. <laughs> it's, it's, that's. I hope that rule was put in just for him. I, I agree. You're absolutely right. I, so I watched a bit of the game last night, and, you know, Catherine came. I, I actually had to leave in the seventh inning. I believe the Twins were down one to nothing in the seventh, correct? Yeah. Yes. And then I got back, uh, and the game was over, and they lost two to one. So, you know, I'm like, can you hit at all anymore? At least we know now you're not the curse. That's true. Mm-hmm. See, that's a, that's a good. That's very good. Uh, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, you don't have to uh, turn the bobbleheads around anymore. Oh, Mike, you're, that, that was 40 years ago. You know? <laughs> I remember like it was yesterday. That was 40 years ago. It, here you go, Mike. Here's the Buxton one. <laughs> but I, I suppose that's not doing much good since he is the, always injured. He's always injured. Yeah. I forgot about him for a moment. Well, that's a good sign. It's not the hard view. This probably is. I think it's best that we try to put those things behind us. Well, they took him off the field because he didn't want him to get hurt. He got hurt anyway. Well, yeah, who thought that was? I think what they ought to do with Buxton is make a first baseman out of him. Yeah, I think you're right. And then you can, you know, right. because this is a team that's full of DHs. Mm-hmm. So you put another DH in the game. I would agree with you 100% on that. Uh, I will tell you, I've just had an experience I don't want any of you to have. Laughing and wild cherry diet Pepsi coming out your nose. Oh, yeah. That, that, that burns a little. I wanted to be, I was so mad at you. So after I was done talking, I gave you the swiftest, hardest look. You almost have to go back to the YouTube like and watch that. it. I just give you the swift mom look. You did. And then you almost spit diet Pepsi out <laughs> it, of your nose. It did it just, come out of my nose and it burned like hell. Oh, well, you've earned that. It's your fault. You have earned that. You know, You're uh, a horrible person. Many years ago, I read about the, uh, the benefits of, of taking like cinnamon capsules. So I thought, well, I'll, you know, give it a Uh-oh. try. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I took one of those cinnamon capsules and uh and then like about an hour later it uh, kind of came back up. Oh yeah. And uh, oh. I thought my brain was on fire. Oh, Jesus. That was really scary. What was the benefit? Yeah, what I, are the benefits? I don't remember anymore. It was probably had something to do with with blood pressure or or potency maybe. Do they, they still have those cinnamon challenges? The guys take tablespoons of cinnamon? Oh, that's crazy. I don't it's, think, I think man. you get one bite in and you're done. Yeah, like that's seems the big like it. thing. I've never done it and I'm never going to do it. So, Dougie's here. Dougie Sprinthal. Oh, my God. Wearing his flagship Ford doing, shirt. Man? Good to see you. What a man. You're not, you don't get any headphones. I'll get it. I'll get it. Here, he's out of the mix. <laughs> 
flagship Ford in Baldwin, Wisconsin, ladies and gentlemen. Dougie's here. We're talking. Now, what? And we got we got Brittany's dog here too. Two, and Brittany's dog is here. Two esteemed guests today. You're all set. You got. You, we're sitting down. Judd, have you ever met Doug Sprinthal? I have not. I've heard of Doug, but I've not days. met him. Doug Hello, Sprinthal. Judd. Hi, Doug. How are you? I am excellent. What a beautiful day. And what a you're going to work that mic a little, you're gonna have to I'm work sorry. that mic a little closer there, Buster. We should just throw that mic into the river. Yeah, we I'm so tired should. of it. God damn it. Will you give Doug the other headphones? I'm so tired of that mic. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Spoken <laughs> like a producer who has had his yeah. fill of that crappy mic. Yeah, the, the the headphones that have the actual mic attached to them. Oh, okay. uh, Brittany, yeah, why don't you grab those, Doug? The other ones, yeah, that, that thing's garbage. That mic, that mic is. Why is it? I don't know. If somebody set so it up, low. I know. And then the problem is, we move everybody around, and then we forget about it because we get busy with other things. And then somebody comes in, and we're like, "Oh yeah, forgot to totally change that thing over." So today, I will make a point that we do something with that microphone. Could you take my picture down and put Doug's up instead? No, let's not. Oh, this one isn't on at all. Oh no, it's not on at all. Hey, is Brittany over there? Can she turn that? <clears throat> She's there a disaster, Brittany. There you go. Oh, there she go. got it all figured out. A little out. more preamp, and we're good. She was just yelling at me about something. I forgot what it was. Oh, yeah, she made Pepsi come out my nose. <laughs> Hurt like a sumbitch. I feel bad because I love the production of the show, and I show up and it just goes right in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> like you and everything sounds great. It's really wonderful. I listen to the show all the time. It's only been 14 years now of you doing that to me, so well, I know. It all works out in the Oh, you got here just in time for the Mary Lou Henner interview coming up in eight minutes. I have a question for Rudy. Uh-oh. Yeah, buddy. For Rudy. As a professional... Comedian, how do you compete with the following two headlines? Donald Trump goes after Chris Christie by telling fat jokes, <laughs> <laughs> and Jimmy Pesto gets arrested for January sixth. Uh, oh, is that the Bob's the guy Burger from Bob's guy? Burgers. Yeah, yeah, Bob's Jimmy Burgers, Pesto. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just sell all my fat jokes to Trump. <laughs> yeah, there you <laughs> go. That's how I do it. Exactly. <laughs> I think that's hysterical, actually. They, you know they I love never them? go out of style. No. You know what I love about that, though. I've met Donald Trump. He's not exactly live oh, himself. Uh, well, yeah, I, that was no. my point. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like mm-hmm. go fat, Joe. Pot to kettle. Go down swinging, Tom. Go down swinging. That's the key to, to life. It doesn't matter what's wrong with you. Just pick on the other person and yeah, go down true. swinging. Oh, well, I tell you. You know I hate fat people. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. You got her again. No. Yeah, baby. That's out of context. You're a horrible person. (laughs) This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. It's time to beat the heat. This is Tom from my friends at Miller Marine and Power Lodge giving you the keys to a cool lake breeze with clearance pricing on 2023 luxury pontoons, fishing boats, and more. Our dog days of summer won't last, and neither will their inventory. So do both of us a favor and go from floor to shore today with iconic Bennington pontoons and tri-tune packages at doorbuster pricing at Miller Marine in St. Cloud and all Power Lodge locations. Get your first cruise in by sunset. But don't wait on this limited time special. Power Lodge offers competitive financing with no money down. By the way, if you need delivery to your dock, their team of experts has you covered. Discover what thousands of our Minnesota neighbors have and explore our lakes and rivers in your own boat at Elite Savings. I said Elite Savings, darn it. Launch into adventure today at Miller Marine and Power Lodge. Just head to millermarine.com and powerlodge.com to see for yourself. Financing is available on approved credit. Freight and prep are not included in packaging. 
Uh, hi, it's Tom Bernard, my friends at Niemeyer Trailer Sales at their Albertville location just off Interstate 94. I'd like to extend a special offer going on now through the end of July. It's for all of our Tom Bernard Morning Show listeners. When you visit their Albertville location, mention that you heard me, Tommy B., tell you, I'll tell you about this July-only savings opportunity on travel trailers, pick up campers. Now, you must be a qualified buyer, but here's the really, really good news. Receive up to $5,000 off the advertised price on all their new in-stock inventory. As always, terms and conditions do apply. Brands include Rockwood by Forest River, Arctic Fox by Northwood Manufacturing, Cirrus by New Camp, and more. Now is a real good time to buy and take your passion on the road with Niemeyer Trailer Sales. You can't just sit around. See my guys and gals at Niemeyer's in Albertville or peruse their current inventory at Niemeyer's.com. That's N-I-E-M-E-Y-E-R-S.com. Niemeyer's.com, up to five grand off. Yes, I did say five grand off. Sales event ends July 31st. You need to know a guy for your auto repairs, legal issues, banking, and more. The same goes for investment advice. You need a guy to help you be successful, someone you can trust who gets results. Well, I got a guy for you. Josh Arnold. Josh gives you straight talk, not sugar-coated advice about your financial situation. Josh has seen it all when it comes to economic and market conditions, and Josh can make sure that your retirement objectives match your investments. Do yourself a favor and call Josh now for a no-obligation, 48-minute evaluation. You've got nothing to lose, and you'll get a different point of view for your investments. Call Josh at 952-925-5608. That is 952-925-5608. You'll be glad that you did. And tell him his, his guy, Tom, sent you. Investment services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a security investment advisor. Past performance is no guarantee of future results. All investments involve risk. All comments and opinions are Josh Arnold's and do not constitute investment advice. Tom Bernard is a paid endorser. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. Jimmy is the horrible Donald Trump of St. Louis Park. Brittany (laughs) Arneson. And she relies on that old stale excuse. Oh, it took me out of context. I don't know what I was doing. We've seen that too many times. Oh, Dougie, you're up on camera, man. I know. It's awesome. I love it. I love looking at myself. (laughs) I bet you do. (laughs) No, it's a good look. So everything's good. We got the cheerleader sitting over here. What does it feel like to be on the air with five guys? Feels, um, like, it feels like the old days. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even realize that until you said that. It's not exactly a lot of masculine energy coming up. Oh, <laughs> what she's, well. Oh, she's, wow. What she just said is if Lassman was here, it would be different. Yeah, it would be a different yeah. deal. Yeah. Lassie. She's right, though, about that. I mean, uh, I find myself now, like, uh, asking for directions 
you know, it's, it's it's what happens when you get old. Well, it's, I suppose it's, that's There's true. just the testosterone just, you know, it's not there depleted. anymore. Depleted. Yeah, it's depleted. Your, direct, your sense of direction just goes out the window. Yeah. I hate so you. Judd and Doug should have a conversation because they've never worked together before. We were talking a lot about uh, th- there's a guy playing baseball, Dela Cruz, and as Mike pointed out, there's about the 85 Dela Cruzes in baseball. Well, yeah, well, especially in horse racing. In horse racing, yeah, I mean, true, there's that's number right. Number of jockeys named Dela Cruz. That's of course, true. it means of the cross. Of the cross. Yeah. Uh, this guy can run like Hussein Bolt, 28 really? miles an hour. He may, yeah, he's, he's, that is moving, baby. And, and he, Man. he throws the. They said the other day they timed. You know, they can do all this stuff now. They timed his throw. He plays shortstop to first base, ninety-nine miles per hour. This guy's like science fiction. <laughs> wow, Jesus! It's like Sid Finch. Yeah, yeah, that's right. You remember the story of Sid Finch sure. by George Plimpton? Yeah, Sid Finch. This is this guy's probably better than that. So, uh, did he steal a lot of bases? He must have. That's well, all oh, I would imagine. Yeah, he stole like I think he stole something like forty bases last year, and, and you know, not that many at bats, and that was in the minor leagues. Of yeah, course. amazing. But no, he can. I mean, he is. It's if you if you created a character like this, right? You know, it would be pretty much on the margins. People would not God. buy it. This guy's incredible. He's got. This guy's gonna. He's going to be worth more money than the uh, Las Vegas baseball stadium that Is they're he building. Faster than Ricky Henderson. He's fat. They say he's faster than wow. just about everybody. Because Ricky made everybody look like they were standing in Jello. Yeah, right. You true. know, they they compare him to to Ricky. Yeah. I never do this interrupting my coworkers, but uh, all of the true talent of Mary Lou Henner. Just told you guys to shut up. <laughs> now, Mary Lou, I told him. You didn't tell him. But how are you doing, Mary Lou? Great talking. Nice one. I'm the good cop. Yeah, yeah you're the good. Yeah, that's right. You're the, I'm the bad cop. You're the good cop. Right. Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries. Something new, ladies and gentlemen. Friday. That is tomorrow, of course. Mary Lou, how have you been? Oh my gosh, I've been busier than I've ever been in my entire life. And it's all been great. I mean, you know, I've been doing Hallmark movies. I've been doing regular movies. Mm -hmm. My son's been doing a movie. He's got a big film, his first directorial debut. He's, like, in his 20s. He directed a feature. And and he did it as, like, a little tiny short on YouTube. People saw it. They said, can you do this as a movie? He said, yes. Can I direct it? They said, make a pitch. He did. And it went to Sundance. And I had nothing to do with any of this. And now it's opening festivals, and it's going to be in movie theaters July 14th. It's called Theater Camp. So check it out. His son, my son's name is Nick Lieberman. Nick so. Lieberman. Oh, I Lieberman. just got more, more impressed. Yeah. yeah great. That's really nice. <laughs> yeah, well, that's because his name is M. Howard Gelfand, so you know what I'm saying, Mary Lou. You know. No, I don't know what that means. Nice Jewish boy. I, I don't either. I've been oh. in therapy oh, for God. years, and I still Listen don't Listen to him. Oh, no. They come from a... You know, yeah. His real name is Muttel. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, Mary, Mary Lou, let's talk Aurora Tea Garden Mysteries, something new. What's it all about? Well, I, there was a series, there's been a series on the Hallmark Channel called the Aurora Tea Garden series. Mm-hmm, right. And this is the prequel to it. Um, you know, this is years before the regular series, and you see what she was like when she just got out of college and first became interested in solving crimes in her hometown. And I play her mom, so uh, it's uh, and people who love the show will be able to uh, see little clues that will show up later on. You know what I mean? Like somebody, like oh my gosh, that person's going to die in a future episode. Oh, that person, you know, because they've already seen the future. It's kind of Back to the Future in a way. 
so they'll be able to see what what where the seeds are planted for the regular series. So cool. I think it's, see, I love this kind of programming in any. You know, I got to say one thing, Mary Lou, and please take this as a huge compliment. Okay. All right. I'm looking at your picture. Did you cut a deal with God or something? You don't look any older than you did in 1971, for Christ's sake. Well, seven, you mean 78 for taxi. No, but gr- Greece. No, oh, sorry oh, Greece. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I was a few pounds. That was, uh, yeah. No, I. I <laughs> a little bit, yeah. No, but, you look great, though. You, I, oh, thank you. No, I, the, the deal I cut is I gave up dairy products, and dairy products changed, giving up dairy products changed my life. I always say, learn to love the food that loves you. And Jerry did not love me. Okay, know. I have a question for you. How about ice cream? Okay. No, unless it's no. plant-based. No. Uh. And that, oh, your breathing gets better when you give it up. Your sleep, your, you don't snore, you don't stink, you don't. I mean, it makes such a difference giving up dairy. My wife wouldn't I recognize me. Yeah. <laughs> Doug, you don't stink anymore. What happened? Yeah. Where have you been? Who have you been with? Giving up dairy made a difference. And I also say motion is the lotion. Motion is the lotion. So you've got to keep moving. Because people, like, sit on their butts all the time, and yep. they shouldn't. It's the worst. You're absolutely right. Aurora Tea Garden is back home in Lawrenceton, post-college, yes. near her mother, Ada, played by Mary Lou Henner. Working as a teacher's assistant in a crime fiction class, Aurora is struggling to settle on a thesis for her postgraduate degree. To support her schooling and life, Aurora also waitresses at the local diner at night. And it does go on a bit from there, but it's, uh, I, I love that. It sounds good. To, well, first of all, Mary Lou, if you're in it, I'll watch it. That's just oh, how it is. thank you. Well, it's true. Oh, thanks. No, it's pretty, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool to revisit a character. And you see, my character is always, in the regular series, she was always, like, so in control and so imperious and so confident. And in this one, she's just gone through a divorce. She's kind of on shaky ground with her business. So it's kind of fun to play a more ver- vulnerable version of what I will become in the other episodes. So yep. how many episodes do we have coming? Well, we've done 18, and now this is the 19th, but this is the, the first of the prequel. So we hope to do at least nine or ten of these. Oh, well, that's good. So that'll be fun. I know. It's so much fun. So, yeah. So we'll see what happens. You know, I hope everybody watches it. Please watch it because we do want to make more. Well, now that you've been on the show, I'm sure everybody who listens to the show yes, will watch that's it. Right, <laughs> that's right. I don't think there's so, any question. How is Minneapolis doing? Minneapolis is doing pretty well. We were just talking about. Uh, I, I really wish that we would get uh, control of some of the. Uh, well, the downtown area is not as safe as it used to be. I guess Mary mm-hmm. Lou is the best way to put it, and pretty much every city in America is like that now. I just going through that. Yeah. I just really I, wish people would calm down. That'd be nice. Yeah, for sure, and then maybe we can get something done so that it's not too warring sides all the time. Um, I love Minneapolis. I did Annie Get Your Gun there. Right. It's so much fun. It's such a beautiful city. And, uh, I, and I was there for a summer because my then-husband, my second husband, um, he was shooting Mighty Ducks 3 there. Oh, yeah. Matter- a real fondness for Minneapolis. Matter of fact, in, in, in many, many years ago, you came in. I, I was working at a place called KQ, remember. KQRS Radio all, all those years ago. And you came in studio, and you were so nice. I will never forget oh, that. Oh, thank you. I was very impressed with you. Although you had a look on your face looking at me like, what the hell's this guy's deal? <laughs> well, maybe because I was pregnant at the time. No, there were two times that I was there. I was there for a book signing, and I was there for Annie Get Your Gun. I was yeah. there for two book signings for Annie Get Your Gun, and I was there when I was pregnant, too. So. 
So I'm making a joke. Acting as much fun as it as it's ever been has it changed a lot? I mean, you know, political climates do change acting, just like every other judge, like oh, doing sure. all of that sure. stuff. How's that going now? Um, well, you know, it, it, I think people are have just gotten a lot more sensitive to things. Yeah, and in some ways, it's been. I mean, it, it's we had to go in some direction like that because it was sometimes so inappropriate, and you just kind of roll your eyes and think, like, is that person really trying to get away with saying that? It's so obnoxious. You know, yeah. So, so it's, uh, but I, 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 you know, it's. Uh, I think people are very respectful, which is nice. Um, I hate to see comedians lose too much of a comedy edge. Yes, they're yeah. really funny, um, but not if they're really hurting people. You know, so you have to figure it out. Yeah, we'll figure it all. We'll, we'll we'll get find it all done. Yeah, find the balance for sure. But yeah, I love love acting as much as I ever did. You're, you're always getting better and better and better, and, you know, I, I'm always trying to, uh, you know, my, my son is watching his movie, and he'll say, like, oh, I wish I could change that, I wish I could change that. I said, Nick, I feel that way about every taxi episode, every job I've ever done. <laughs> you know, you always feel like, oh, I want to go back and do it even better this time. But that means you care. That means you're passionate about it. That means you, you're a student of your own life and your craft, and you want to always make it better. You know, what's amazing about that. We were just talking about this by coincidence. Uh, uh, I guess it was about a week ago, but uh, you were included in this. I was talking about, you know, people looking at things kind of like the way you do. Uh, you came in studio. You were very pleasant, and I will never forget that. But I was talking about, you know, Peter Falk has been in, Jane Fonda has been in. All. The bigger a person, I don't really want to say star, but the better an actor a person is, you guys, when you get to the top, you're very, very pleasant to deal with, and I, I really enjoy that. I got to tell you that. Well, you know what? I think when you when younger kids are starting out in the business, they think they have to have an attitude because that's yeah. part of it, the mystique. And then you realize, no, no, just be a human being. That's what you're trying to play on camera, anyway. All right. Yeah. So well, you got to go on tour for Aurora Tea Garden Mystery, something new. When you when you go on 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 tour, you got to come in the studio again okay. and see Uncle Tommy. Okay, Uncle Tommy. <laughs> oh, all right, Mary Lou, thank you. Tommy. My, my kids have an Uncle Tommy. My brother's name is Tommy. All right, then how about Uncle Timmy? I'll go with Timmy. <laughs> no, Uncle Tommy's fine. He all right. Uncle Tommy 2.0. I like it. Okay. Mary Lou, thanks for your time. Have a good thanks day. So much. Okay, bye. Bye. Mary Lou Henner. Very, very... Were you in studio when she was in studio? No. I wish I had Stunningly beautiful woman. Oh, I mean... Uh, yeah, that I know. <laughs> there's no doubt I about remember it. Taxi. Whoa. Yeah, Taxi was a great show. I wasn't a huge fan of the show, but I, I was always a fan of her. I understand exactly what you're saying. Some of the parts of that show were really good, and others were like, eh, that's too silly for me. Although I do have a mint condition Tony Danza show t-shirt. You do? Yeah, because I, I watched the first, maybe the first or second time it was on the air, and I said, this can't last more than a month. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I immediately well, bought, nice. I bought a sure. mug, a Tony Danza show mug, and T-shirt, because I figured they'd be collector's items someday. Are they? Uh, you know, I haven't checked lately. I they should, might. I should go on be. eBay and check. So, Dougie, what's the latest with you? Well, um, we are going to do an episode of Car Selling Secrets here in about... I don't know, really? 40 minutes or so. 40 yep. minutes, oh, yep. Wow. My new boss is coming <laughs> in studio. all excited. He goes, oh, wow. No, not again. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Sorry, Mike. You can just What's sleep so through great? it like you always do. <laughs> no, my new boss is coming in studio. He's super excited to meet the two of you. He's been a morning show fan since Christ was a corporal. 
Can I look up and go, what do you want? Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> Tee off on him. Give him a bunch of crap. He's a good guy, and he stuff. can take a punch. He's a large fellow, so you might want to do it. I want to be nice. Distance. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. As you know, my friend Mike Lindell has a passion to help everyone get the best sleep of your life. He didn't stop by simply creating the best pillow. Mike created the Giza Dream bed sheets. They look and feel great, which means an even better night's sleep for me which is crucial for my busy schedule. Mike found the world's best cotton called Giza. It's ultra soft and breathable, but extremely durable. Mike's Giza sheets come with a 60-day money-back guarantee and a 10-year warranty. Giza Dream Sheets come in a variety of sizes and colors. Mike's latest incredible deal is the sale of the year. For a limited time, you will receive 50% off the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll receive a set for as low as $29.98. Go to MyPillow.com, click on the radio podcast square, and use promo code TOM. There you'll find not only this amazing offer, but also deep discounts on all MyPillow products, including the MyPillow 2.0 mattress topper, MyPillow towel sets, and so much more. Go to MyPillow.com, make sure you use the promo code TOM. There's plenty of thoughts that come into your head when you think the name Killebrew. Of course, there's the Minnesota baseball legend, Harmon, who was responsible for many a favorite memory at the old Met Stadium in Bloomington, and many a baseball that ended up in the stands and in the gloves of adoring fans from his home runs. There's Killebrew Drive, the legendary road that connects Highway 77 to the Mall of America, and a day of shopping you'll never forget. My current thoughts for the name Killebrew is fun floats in our kitchen with my kids and grandkids, a cool, refreshing break in between innings at Target or CHS Field. Or maybe a perfect sunset paired with a sweet, frothy beverage after fishing or on your favorite walleye lake. Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Grab a six-pack at a grocery or convenience store near you. I'm Tom Bernard. This spring and summer, enjoy the one Killebrew Root Beer and Cream Soda. Gluten and caffeine-free with a generous portion of delicious thrown in. Killebrew, where memories are created and legends are made. This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show. You know, I okay, I'll I'll relent. We can let Judd on the show. Yay! I love that. Thank rhythm. you so much. <laughs> thank, thank you. Thank you so much for allowing me to enter. I'm you know, honored, Judd. I got to be honest with you though, and, and Tevin probably knows this better than anybody. Well, they have Brittany too. That I'm not really good at tolerating people I don't like. Like I can't pretend to like somebody I don't like. You guys have problems with that? Yes. Yeah. yeah, like there's, it's, <laughs> yes. it is definitely yeah. hard to pretend that, yeah. especially if you have to sit and talk with them forever. It's like, I just Ugh. really don't. We can all go our separate ways and no. be just fine. But I mean, isn't it good on the other side of that, that if you're nice to somebody, it means you're sincere? Yeah. And yeah. I would rather, well, if somebody good. didn't like me, I'd rather them not just pretend and we just don't, unless we have to, like, I guess, be coworkers. But yeah, yeah, if you work together. Yeah. yeah. You got to learn how to compartmentalize. I really do. I'm bad at that. And, and just know, like, hey, the, the the greater good here. Like, what is it to – because I had something happen over the weekend where I was like, man, I could just, like, lose my shit on this right, person. Right. But what's the point? Like, why mm-hmm. – I just want to enjoy myself, and I don't need to tell people about it, and they don't need to come to me about it. We just need to just go, okay, well, that thing happened, and now I'm just going to move on and not, not worry about it, you know? No, was it just an internal thing, or did it affect your business, or did it affect you in any negative way? It affected a little bit of business, yeah. So okay. I, had to, I had to make some phone calls and be like, hey, I think there's a little bit of a miscommunication here. This isn't exactly what happened, and I think you know, there's two sides to every story. And, of course, after I gave my side, everyone was like, oh, okay, that makes mm. – because my biggest thing is when I said – when this thing happened, did you guys stop for a second and go – 
that doesn't sound like him. And everybody I talked to went, yeah, that did. Yeah. it doesn't sound like yeah. you. And I'm like, well, then you should listen to your gut on this right? one. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I just don't understand. That's the biggest problem I've always had. And again, I don't hate anybody. I'm not going to waste my energy hating anybody. The part that I don't understand is when you're going after, and I'll just use me because I'm the one talking, right? You go after me uh, in an untoward way, in an unfair way. Look, you go after me because something I did and I actually did it. I got no problem with that. You go after me with something I didn't do. You've now affected my family, which means you better not ever come near me. I will tell you that flat mm-hmm. out. If you mess with my family, that's, I'm sorry, it's way over the top. If you mess with their income, their happiness, whatever it is, if you mess with that, I will eventually pay you back for that. That's fair, isn't it? You're like the mob. Right. This is yeah, sound, it's pretty much, I did grow up Catholic. You're basically the one-man you know. mob is what you right. are. Don't mess with my family, man. You I'm, sound like mm-hmm. Liam Neeson, like you have a special set of skills. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a set of skills. But doesn't that bother you if they go after you and they affect your family? I, that I cannot tolerate. Can't yeah. do it. Yeah. No, and especially because nowadays it's, though. you don't. Well, but how about your wife? Well, yeah, that's fine, but I, but I'm, I'm saying I would think with kids it becomes far more personal. Oh, it is, it is, especially you when they're correct. younger because they don't know as much as you do. Like your wife, I think you trust en- enough to, for the most part, defend herself, right? But kids, I think, are a different trigger point. You know, my favorite story of all time, and it was because they were in first and third grade. My kids started at a new school in first and third grade. And they heard, classmates heard I was coming to pick them up, right? Uh, but they didn't hear the name Tom Bernard. They just heard the name Menard, which oh. I don't know how Bernard turned into Menard. But I got there to pick my kids up, and I saw these kids like were disappointed. That's not the Menards guy. It's <laughs> <was> like, really? <laughs> really? Thanks a lot. I'd be more I, impressed that they knew who the Menards guy I, what they is love what the looks like. At right. Menards. Say okay, big money at Menards. They had a cartoon yep. of they him. Did. Yep. They did. Yeah. It's true. So I was you're Tom Menard. You're just missing out a little Apparently, bit. Yeah, the no. Amish roots are missing out. <laughs> no question about it. Uh, you notice that uh, Judd and I have been on the air together now for about two minutes, and the twins haven't even come up yet, which is a good thing. Mm-hmm. Because I knew they were going to... I did not watch one minute of the game last night, Judd, because I knew they were going to lose. It's just this, this pattern they have wow. now. It's a pattern. You are, really, you are really pissed off now. I am very pissed off. If you didn't even turn the game on, you're very pissed off. I did not even turn it on. I am very... Would you... Judd, you have to know this. I saw an article that, of course, Rocco just signed a new two- or three-year extension. You're aware of that, right? Yes. One of the articles said that they paid him $33 million. That cannot be right. Oh, I haven't seen that. I just saw the, the news of the extension last week that I guess had been done for months. But um, Oh, really? I didn't know that. But if it's a three, but if it's three, yeah, I mean, that, that seems excessive. Ten million a year for him—that's a lot of money. I don't know if I'm buying this. Well, Any way to find out how much he, he, they, he did sign for? Those are hard to find they out. Are. Players they are, are simple. Uh-huh. Managers and coaches and the like, and GMs are very hard to find out. But how about this one? How about the fact that it is now almost June first, and Carlos Correa is hitting two eleven? I know. He has become, I as I tweeted last night, Tom. He's become. If you, and I'm sure as a longtime baseball fan you do, recall Mark Belanger. Oh, absolutely. Mark Belanger, marvelous shortstop, but couldn't hit his weight. 
Carlos Correa has become because he's great. Yeah. He is a great shortstop. There is no doubt about mm-hmm. it. But but for 35, 36 million per, uh, I expect more than a guy who's a great call. <laughs> Can you is believe- that too much to ask again? No, not for thirty five million a year. No, it's not. I still can't believe some of these some of these incomes now. Thirty five, forty million a year for what? Well, and baseball is just so astronomical because there's so much money yeah. coming in that yeah. it's like it's either you pay somebody like Rocco thirty five million a year or it just sits in the poll ads pockets. And so I guess I guess you're right about that, but I don't know that they should have signed him to an extension because some of this stuff you're going to have to blame on him. I mean, it's well, yeah. not all on the team. What he's doing is not working. Sorry. I think we talked about this um, a few weeks ago, though. I think part of the thing now that has really changed is the manager a lot of times works in conjunction with the GM Mm -hmm. and president of baseball operations. And so it's a trickle down of what they all want and what they all want at times can be very foreign to what we think is sensible. Yeah. Like I do, I do like the fact that for the most part, they've done a far better job of allowing their starters to go deeper into games, but you know, Sonny Gray got in a little bit of trouble, what, put two men on two days ago in the game that they won against Houston, and they immediately yank him out, and the bullpen coughs up the lead. Yep. It's stuff like that. You know, there was a time where, yes, Gray struggled, but at that point, you would have never taken him out. He had pitched well enough, and his pitch count was low enough to justify him being able to try to work through that. Mm -hmm. And And now the patience for getting in trouble is so low that they'll come out and get you and the problem is, if the front end of your bullpen's really good, that's great. Unfortunately for the Twins, as we know, it's not really great. Is there one good reliever in that whole damn bullpen? The back end is really good. Yeah, the back Durant, end is good. Duran is fantastic. That's true. He throws, I mean, the son of a buck throws 103 miles an hour. It's absolutely incredible. But the front end has been inconsistent. And the other problem is this the guy that they got from the Orioles last year, Lopez, has got off to a great start and has gone back in the tank. Yep. We got to do something about our middle relief. It's just dreadful. I mean, it's terrible. Well, especially if you won't watch the games. I mean, my God, we got to get you, you know. Well, you just brought we, him up. We got to get you comfortable so it's not a horror film when you turn on, you know, you turn on Dick and Justin, you can't take it. No, I agree. No question. And by the way, I'm going to put pressure on Tevin because as a black man in America today, there are a couple of Twins pitchers mm-hmm. that, and you have to do this. Okay. You just have to dye the back of your head blonde. That's a real good look. See, yeah, the the whole blonde, <laughs> like, mohawk or the little patch that you'll see. Yes, like, exactly. I'm not, I'm not jumping on that trend You're anytime. Not... No, 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 no. That's, that's where you can keep that I one. think it would be wonderful. No. Tevin How about Joseph? green? Green, yeah, yeah go you know, green. Right? If the Twins, yeah, if they can pull their heads out and – actually look like they do something. Maybe I'll dye my hair blonde or something. They make a, <laughs> oh. playoff. They make a playoff run. I want to be there. But, I mean, the way it's going now, it looks like whoever comes out of this division is going to be potentially a below 500 yeah. baseball team. Potentially. You're right. Trying to make the playoffs. Like, it's ridiculous. Are the Twins the only ones still above 500 in their division? Or is there one I other th- team that's even now? I think they're, if it's not just them, it's just one other team because they were I not think like one game above 500 I saw. I got the handy-dandy sports section the, right, yeah, right no, they're here. The, yeah, they're Asians. the only, only yeah. team above yeah. 500. And they're one so. game above 500. One game above 500 in the entire division. Yeah. 
What a, I mean, we should be 20 games up right now, for Christ's sake. Oh. Detroit uh, is two back, and they are 25 and 28. That's no, how it's terrible. pathetic the division is. It is pathetic. You're and, right. yeah, that's that's the thing, though, Tom. You're exactly right. That's what frustrates me for everyone who says, well, be patient, blah, 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 okay? No. I'm with you. You should have – you should be building an insurmountable lead right now. Your lead should be enough so that be, – because there's, you know, through the course of the season, there are natural periods of struggles, right? Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So, like, if you have one of those, I don't know, in July or August, your lead should be so big right now that, you know, you go through a bad week or two, but you still lead by five games. At this point, they'll be in third place. That's what just absolutely kills me. Mm-hmm. And the starting pitching, you know, how long have we pined for the Twins starting pitching to be good and consistent? Yeah. And Joe Ryan was not great last night, but you know what? Five runs in that ballpark is not the end of the world. And... They lost again. They can't score runs. It's just no. like on yep. Sunday against uh, Toronto. Three runs against, okay, three runs. It's nothing. Score zero. That's three what just nothing. absolutely kills me. I know. I couldn't agree more. It's getting very, very frustrating because the season's one-third over already. Mm-hmm. Just about. I just, mm-hmm. we got to do something. It's just, it's like, come on, man, get it together. And you got to look at Rocco. It's like, Rocco, what the hell? Do something. Seasons a third over, they still suck. Do something. Yeah, and it feels like they should be more or less playing with house money because the rest, everybody else in this division yeah. is so bad yep. that it's like you're not really under pressure from anybody that's making any kind of run. There wasn't a lot of high expectations on you coming into the season necessarily. That's true. So you should be able to perform consistently a little bit better with kind of just playing with house money. I would hope so. No question about it. Now, you two weren't here earlier, and it's kind of a sports reference because of his earlier life. Well, what do you think about the facts? When, uh, in fact, when Walls signed the uh, marijuana bill, Jesse Ventura was right by his side. <laughs> what the hell was that? All I about? saw the picture. I saw the picture. What was the context for Jesse to be in public for the first time in how long? I don't know. He came to town to. We finally got our marijuana. I guess <laughs> I don't know. I've never known Je- and I've known Jesse for forty years. For Christ's sake, I've never known him to be. Maybe he does smoke pot, but I've never seen him do it. Never done it around me, I can guarantee you that. It was just weird to see that picture and think, how long has it been since I've seen him like in, in a public setting? Yeah, oh yeah, a long time. That is, it's a long, Feels long like forever. Time. But what the hell, hell of a, it's, it's on the what front page of Star Tribune this morning, right? Yeah. And then yes. where the picture is? Yep. Yeah, there you go. So you got Walls and you got Jesse Ventura and they're looking at each other like, what the hell are you doing here? So here, here's my question. What? So if we can pass that, which, by the way, I have zero problem with, but if we can pass that, why can't we pass sports gambling through? Yeah, when are we going to do that? What's that? Yeah, it, it should be, you would think, a no-brainer to mm-hmm. – I mean, I'm sure it's a numbers thing with trying to figure out casinos and yeah. well, who gets yeah. what yeah. cut of everything. Yeah. But, yeah, it should be something that there's just so much money in it that the state can make off yeah. of taxes and everything else. Like, come on. Can Uncle Tommy give you one warning, though? Because uh, I've been very, very lucky in life. I'm really good at math, just doing mm-hmm. stuff in my head. I walked into a bar about three years ago, and I looked up at their board, and I looked at the basket. You know, they have these little baskets. They're running some deal, and it was for a lot of money. I can't remember. It's it for thousands and thousands of dollars. And I did the math, and I said, if I buy that whole basket, I'll win, because if it's still in there, if I buy the whole deal, mm-hmm. I'll win the money, and that'll be good. 
Bought the whole deal, cost me several hundred dollars, and the winning tab wasn't in there. So whoever took, whoever kept that up there, that it was in there, should have been sent to prison. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Because mm-hmm. they said it was still in there, and it was not. So where's wow. my money, sons of bitches? It's his money, and he <laughs> wants it Here we now. Go. Here we go now. He went worse. <laughs> But how can Here we you go put again. that up in your bar? Here we go again. What? Did you say anything? Because I'm saying something. If you, oh, if I, I did. Go I to said the box to him. And I say, so it's still in here, correct? And they go, yep, it hasn't been. Well, I mean, could somebody have bought it, had it just sitting at their table and not pull? Because like it was pull tabs, I'm guessing, right? It was pull tabs. So somebody could have just had it at their table and not opened no. it yet. Apparently, they, they knew it was. At least one person knew it wasn't in there. So I don't know what to do. I'm causing a scene. I'm leaving here with something. (laughs) (laughs) I will take the basket if all else fails. But I mean, if you do the math and you realize I can't possibly lose, and then you still lose, that does piss you off. Oh yeah, I don't. I don't understand how anyone has trust in anything with gambling. Like that's its own Mm. thing. I would never like. No, I don't gamble. I'm not a gambler. Me neither. I. I like a, a return on investment. That's why I like right. shopping. You know, it's going to be great, though, in the future, <laughs> very quickly. It's going to be great in the future is that the students in our school system right now are so horseshit at math yeah. that we'll be able to win every, uh, every uh, run. I can't wait to steal can't money from... Math. I can't wait to steal money from Sage. <laughs> Sagey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sucker. Him and Gogo, good luck. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's because their phones do all the math. For them now. That's why. That's exactly what it is. They you don't do the have math to use your your head now. You just pull out your phone and do the math on there. Nine so times seven, Kevin. Go. Nine times seven. It's uh sixty something. Three. Sixty three. You take the seventy from ten. Okay. Subtract the seven. Guys, it's sixty three. Okay. I was an English major, so I don't know what you guys are coming to me. <laughs> I just math attacked you. Too. I math attacked you so <laughs> hard. You know what? Okay, Kevin, Rudy, spell I'm kindergarten. <laughs> This is the best of the Tom Bernard Morning Show.